You're listening to Comedy Central. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Please welcome Chadwick Boseman. expect you to do that. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to what do, you, what do you mean you didn't expect oh, me to do man. that? Everywhere you go now for the rest of your life, you will be greeted like this. You are, you are not lying. You are the king <laughs> of Wakanda, my friend. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Oh, wow. I've been a fan of yours for such a long time, and I've watched you go from film to film, and you've played some of the most iconic people on screen, but there is something truly different and magical about this character. Could you feel it when you were making Black Panther? Uh, I think, I think the whole cast, we knew how special this project could be. Um, we knew what the comic book was, we knew what the, you know, what the, what the whole idea of this technologically advanced nation uh, in, in, in Africa that, you know, essentially they're the oldest people on the planet. Right. That's that, that idea that, that, that um, it was a revolutionary one that we knew we could throw a lot of our passion into. And we didn't know how people would receive it. We didn't know, um, you know, that it would be this sort of impact that right. we knew uh, that it would be important to see a black superhero. Um, we knew that would be interesting. We knew that, you know, once people saw what these women were, that that would impact some people, but you don't know if that's gonna be a niche um, group of people that love it. And you also don't know if it's going to, um, you know, if, if, if the studio is going to put everything they can into it. And right. I have to give Marvel credit and Disney credit for, um, you know, throwing the book at it, right. <laughs> essentially is what they and, did. And that's really what they did. I mean, like the marketing worldwide, uh, the way the story was presented, everyone on the cast, because what made the story special was, I don't know if it was just me, it feels like Black Panther's powers come not just from his suit, but from his people. From his tradition. From his tradition, yeah, from yeah. his tribe, from the, from the women around him. It was really special to see a situation where it didn't feel like anyone was a sidekick, it felt like everyone was part of a team. Was that something that, that, that you were focusing on in the way you treated your stars in yes, every scene? absolutely. Um, I, I felt like in order for him to be a good king, you know, one of the good signs of, of someone who is wise is that, is that they disseminate responsibility. Right. Um, and I, so I, I felt that, you know, his father would have taught him, you know, use everybody's skills. Don't try to do everything. Right. Um, you, can't, you can't be everywhere at one time. So it was important for 
denied to be as strong as she is. Uh-huh. It was important for Lupita to be as strong as she is. Um, and, and I felt like, um, you know, what we had as far as, you know, there's no real, I don't think there's a villain in this movie. I think you have two sides of the same coin. Right. The Kill, Killmonger story That's and an the T'Challa story. Yeah. Um, you know, we treated it that way. Michael and I kept ourselves separate and came together at certain points so that we could create this sort of tension on scene, but on, on, in the scenes. But it was, it, was, it was a collaboration, I think, for everybody. That, that's a, that's an interesting together. idea that there was, no, there was no villain. It was two sides of a story. I mean, more than ever in America right now, people feel like, oh, there's a villain, there's no villain. There's, it feels like every story needs to have that. But that's what made Black Panther so complicated. And I won't give any spoilers away, but it felt like a story where you truly did not know how you felt. Mm-hmm. You just had to work on how you felt about what the, how the people were trying to do what they were trying to do. Well, it, it doesn't let anybody off the hook. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and that, I think that's... That's the key thing is that I think when you, you, everybody is the hero in their own story, you know, right. like, like you should be the hero in your own story. You should be, um, you know, you, you, you should see yourself conquering, um, you know, the dramatic action of whatever you're trying to do. So when you get the crisis, you know, you know how to deal with it. You right. should be able to do that. And th- there are people that come in and help you with your story, but you have to be the person who, who deals with the conflicts that are in place. Nobody else can. There's no deus ex machina right. that's going to come in and, and, and save it for you. Even if you pray to God, God expects you to do some things. So I think um, you have to be that hero. I know that I felt that and I connected with so many of the characters in different ways, um, uh, not just because of who they were and what they were doing, but also because of home. Like, I was really impressed by the fact that everyone in the movie had an African accent. And what was cool was it was African accents from different places. Mm-hmm. You know, like Mbaku had, had a Nigerian-inspired right. accent, you know, and, and Nikia had an accent that had flair, like a bit of, a bit of Kenya in there. And, and T'Challa came out and there was a moment in the movie where I was watching you and I was like, why does this sound like a little bit of a young Nelson Mandela? There was like a, mm-hmm. what, was there like a Kosa inspiration behind the absolutely, accent? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my, my, you know, that was, that was the, um, the, the sound of my, my dialect coach. Oh, wow. And so I wanted that sound, um, specifically because I felt like the clicks are an indication, like it's believed that, that, that languages that have the clicks, they're th- among the oldest. Right, and right, so right. I felt, I felt like that was a great sound for this, for this particular character. And, um, you know, he, he, the point that you just brought up about each body, each person having a different sound, we felt like we were taking the continent and sort of closing it in, right. like compressing it and saying, everything that we love about the continent came from here. Right, right, So right. you can pull from every place because there's a dispersion from this, from Wakanda. So, yes, she could have a Kenyan hint in her accent. Um, it also allows each actor to bring things that are close to them um, to the story. Right. So as opposed to, like, some people might be like, well, you can't just have this generalized Africa where people are, are um, picking from anything they want. But if, but if it becomes from an organic truth and an organic DNA, uh-huh. which is what we did, then and everybody's on the same page, then it becomes something that is real. So. Was, it, was a part of you worried, though, that everyone having African accents would be something that, like, the studio or even moviegoers would, wouldn't gravitate towards? I, I, I wasn't worried. 
Um. <laughs> so somebody was worried. <laughs> somebody was worried. I wasn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wasn't worried because I had seen, um, you know, I'd seen um, uh, John Connie right. doing Shakespeare. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd seen, who plays my father in the film. I, I had seen, um, you know, uh, African Zulu Macbeth. Right, you know, I'd right, seen right. that before. So I knew, already knew it worked. I had seen that from my college years, right. that this could work. You know, other people hadn't seen that. So I knew that, the, that an African accent could carry all of that passion in the English language, you know, just as well as a British one could, if not better. Um, and so, uh, you know, for me, there was a, when I heard things like, people can't listen to that you know, for an entire film, if, you know, they were just talking about me doing it. I was like, no, we're gonna go to Wakanda one day. <laughs> and, and if, in my mind, I was like, if I have a British accent right now, <laughs> what's, what's gonna happen? <laughs> when just, the rest of the nation is speaking with a British accent. I'm just picturing that it would scene. Be horrible. I'm just oh. picturing that cut out of the movie right now. It's like Black Panther coming back, and everyone's like, "My king, you have returned." He's like, "Well, hello there, yes. Yeah. Well, hello. Good to be back." I, when we were debating it, I had that nightmare. <laughs> I had that nightmare. I was like, no boy. <laughs> like, the, the movie connected with so many people on so many levels. Um, and one thing I, I really enjoyed was I got to watch the film in New York City. I got to watch the film with many different people from different walks of life. Mm. Um, I watched how it touched many African-Americans. What I also loved, though, was how that authenticity translated back to Africa, back to South right. Africa. I saw people back home who embraced the movie just as much as people did here, which is not an easy thing to do because Africans get portrayed in a certain way in film. Right. And a lot of the time, I won't like, we watch movies and we're like, who, who, who are they trying to imitate right now? Right. What part of Africa is this? Right. But, but people loved it back home. People loved it in the motherland. Was that something that was important for you? Did that, did that touch you? It, it, I can't even put into words what that feels like because, because you know, on both sides, as, Af as an African-American and, you know, seeing people from the continent, I see, I've seen the divide for my entire life. Right. You know, I, I've, you know, grew up and I remember hearing the term African booty scratches as an insult. You right, know, I remember right, that. Right. Um, and then, I, and then I, I went through my phase of trying to find Africa and not knowing, well, which place am I from? Wow. You know, and I've seen Africans who viewed us in, in a particular way where you're not connected. Right. You don't know where you're from. And at the same time, love parts of our culture. So there's like this weird, there's been this weird dynamic. Uh -huh. You know, I don't know the oral tradition because I didn't grow up with it, you know, for, from, you know, if I, if I knew exactly where I came from growing up, I would have had an oral tradition from that place. Right. I, I never had that. So this movie, in a certain way, creates a story that we all share. And it's the first time that's, I feel like that's ever happened. Where I feel like where, yeah. where it's like, okay, that's our story. That's our story, too. And I think part of that is because um, you have these two um, characters who have this collision. Right. And they have to go through each other and find out about each other. Um, so even in fighting, there is a there is a sense of kinship among them, and I you know I think it, it's portrayed on on screen where people accept it. It's portrayed, it's uh, welcomed, it's uh, electric, 
and it's going to make billion dollars plus. So, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, it's so amazing having you on the show. Thank you for everything Thank you've you. done. I appreciate you. Oh my God. Black Panther is in theaters now. Chat with Bozeman, everyone. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.